morning, everyone. You're listening to the Muslim Next Door podcast, and I'm your host, Shifat. I uh, hope everyone's having a great Monday morning, great Monday afternoon, great whatever it is, time of day it is, wherever you are. I hope everyone had a great past week, and if you're new here, welcome, and I hope you enjoy this episode and stay for the next ones. My past week was very interesting and weird, but a little update on the little cute kitten we have. We had gotten a cute little Persian cat and we were just unsure of what to name him because we're a big family with a lot of opinions and so I think we finally decided on a name. I don't like it as much and I just when I come to call him by the name it just doesn't feel like it sticks and matches him but my sister said Prince. I liked it at first but then when I would come and call him Prince I'm like it doesn't suit him. I don't know he needs something a little bit cuter Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We might end up changing it. Probably will. Because I don't think I've heard anyone in the house call him Prince since we said we're going to name him Prince. Um, We just kind of call him BC. And I think maybe we should just keep it BC. Uh, But other than that, I feel like this past week has been uh, a little of a reality check for me. I've come to realize, I feel like a lot of us struggle to realize that this life is not guaranteed. And so uh, this week I've been kind of saying and doing a lot of things that I've been holding myself back from doing for a long time and so and that's because I don't want to regret never saying certain things or doing certain things and it's how I kind of want to continue living my life because you know we're not guaranteed to live till we're 80 and you know pushing things off and saying I'll do it later I'll do it later it's like we're not guaranteed later and so I've been very kind of, you know, let me say this because I've been holding it in for a while. So this way, in 10 years, if I do see 10 years, inshallah, I don't look back and say, I regret not saying this, or I regret not doing this, or I regret waiting to do this, or regret waiting to say this, I should have said it right away or done it right away. And so I don't want to, you know, live a life where I can look back and regret certain things because I... I've talked about before in high school and college the way I've dealt with a lot of things I do regret but at the same time I accept it as it is and I understand that I needed to go through those things and those things needed to happen and they were meant to happen it's what was written for me but I don't want to you know continue my life in that manner where I just I'm floating through life I want to be able to make the decisions for myself and say like okay I want to say this I'm gonna say it I want to do this I'm gonna do it and I'm not gonna wait because I don't want to 10 years down the line look back and be like why did I say this? Why did I do this? And regret it. And I feel like everyone should live their life that way because we're not guaranteed anything in this life. And we tend to forget that. And we tend to, you know, attach ourselves to worldly objects. And so when we go through something, you know, we rely on worldly objects to get us through it. And we forget to go to God a lot of the time. And we forget that God has written everything in our life. And, you know, everything that happens to us is meant to happen and we forget that and when it comes to you know dealing with a tragedy or whatever it is we find ourselves you know in these tragedies because we're so attached to worldly objects and we need to learn to let go um and just rely on god in a sense and yes i've talked i'm not saying like oh don't depend on people and rely on people and talk to people you know i talked last week about you know going and seeing a therapist if you need it i'm not saying don't do that but i'm saying you need to remember that god is there and you need to understand that when you do go through a tragedy and you know you lose someone close to you you know like if we're going to stay on the topic of death you know someone close to you passes away you need to remember you know to rely on god 
And I feel like when we go through these tragedies, we start to realize how attached we are to worldly objects and how we need to kind of let go of these worldly objects and to focus more on God. And as Muslims, you know, that's a huge important thing. You know, this whole life is just a test and we believe in heaven and hell and it's a test to see where we end up in the afterlife, you know, and if we're getting attached to these worldly objects, we can't commit ourselves to God the way we're supposed to. And, you know, this whole, you know, attachment to worldly objects is a test, obviously. And I think we forget at times that, you know, we're not going to be here forever. We're not guaranteed to live a long life, long and healthy life. And we take advantage of our health. We take advantage of this time that we think we have. And I think we need to kind of take a step back a lot of the times and remember that we're not guaranteed any of this stuff. We're not guaranteed, you know, tomorrow. And we're not guaranteed whatever it is we're working towards you know the dream job the 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 trip you have planned none of it's guaranteed and we need to realize that and we need to understand that like if something's not meant for you it's not meant for you and it takes me to you know the point that we all have our own journeys and the way we go about our lives is very different and what's written for us is very different from other people and so when we see other people struggling in certain aspects of their life we need to learn to not judge. I feel like as a Muslim community, we've, you know, created this whole ideology of superiority and no one's superior than anyone. In Islam, we, it teaches, you know, everyone was created equal. You're no better than anyone, you're no less than anyone. And so I feel like we tend to forget that and we tend to just automatically judge people. And I feel like as a Muslim community, we need to learn to stop doing that. And especially as an Arab Muslim community, and I'm speaking as an Arab Muslim myself, we as Arabs are very judgy. You know, we judge other Muslims who are non-Arabs and think we are better than them. You know, I've seen the way, you know, the politics in the mosque run. It's run by Arab Muslims. And when there's a non-Arab Muslim wanting to come into the mosque to help, to assist, to volunteer, they're very closed off to it. And they may not mention it and they may not see it, but it happens and I know people who've gone through it and who've said it they don't go to the mosque because the way they're treated because they're not Arab and baffles me because I'm like as Muslims we shouldn't be acting like that because as Muslims it doesn't matter what we look like or what race we're from or whatever it is all that should matter is that we're Muslim and a mosque is open to everyone and so I think we need to check ourselves a lot of the time and step back and realize you know we have no right to judge someone on anything <laughs> you never know what anyone's going through or what they're dealing with or what they've dealt with before in their life and what's led them, led them to the point that they're in. And we forget that everyone has their own journey. Like the way that I go about something in my life, like my relationship with God is very different with other people. You know, there are people who've been praying since they were very young, who've never missed a prayer, who, you know, their relationship with Hamda is very good with God, but they might not wear the hijab or they might, you know, not carry themselves in a way that you think a Muslim would carry themselves. But you don't know that they had prayed since they were super young and they pray they haven't missed a prayer. You don't know that. So who are you to judge them just from an outer appearance? You don't know what goes on in their homes. You don't know who has the Quran memorized. You never know. So you can't just sit there and judge people thinking you're better than them because, oh, I, you know, go to the mosque every day. Oh, I wear the hijab. Oh, this, whatever it is. That doesn't make you a better Muslim. It makes you a good Muslim, but it doesn't make you better than anyone. We're all equal at the end of the day. And, you know, I could wear the hijab and look like the perfect Muslim, but inside my home, I never pray. 
but you wouldn't know that you would just see that i wear the hijab and think oh she's a good muslim that's you know who you should strive to be like no you should strive to be like someone who doesn't pray five times a day unfortunately that's the truth and i don't think we realize that we don't know everything about everyone and we shouldn't be judging people just based off what we see outside of the homes we shouldn't be judging people based off anything we have no right to judge people and i understand there's people you can look up to and there's people whatever role models but we shouldn't be putting everything we believe into one person because if this one person lets you down it's gonna turn you away from the religion you know like um let's talk about dina tokyo who was a hijabi muslim who you know grew and became where she got to the place that she is because she was a hijabi muslim and then she took it off and a lot of girls looked up to her and unfortunately a lot of girls did take it off because they followed her footsteps and she said it was okay to take it off so they took it off and you know it's why you know we're not supposed to idolize people and i feel like we've idolized these social media stars and these celebrities that we tend to forget that we shouldn't be idolizing them and looking up to them we should be looking up to god and to and you know what's written in the quran and we forget that completely and we start to listen to these other people thinking they know better because they're in a position that we think is you know high authority and you know that they're right and so i've seen a lot of girls who take it off because a lot of these influencers are taking it off and for example there was this couple on instagram i don't recall their name unfortunately but they were a couple who were claiming they were doing ruqya for people and taking money and they weren't they were actually people you know the girl wore a niqab on instagram and in reality these people were actually clubbing at bars and drinking and they were not muslim and the guy straight up said in a video that he's an atheist and so they were posing as muslims so once again you can't rely on people in the media to give you the correct information and to be what they say that they are because instagram and youtube and everything is just a show you know we show the perfect parts of our lives you know and i feel like as celebrities now as they're going they're slowly showing things that aren't as perfect you know chrissy teigen shared you know her uh, miscarriage which is not a perfect part of her life and so you know you start to see these little things but at the end of the day you don't know what this person's life is like beyond instagram beyond youtube and we you know create these perceptions and be like we need to be more like these people and we tend to forget our religion and we tend to forget who we are as muslims because we're relying on such worldly objects you know these people people are worldly objects we shouldn't be so attached to these celebrities and these youtubers and thinking that they're going to take us in the right path because they're really not at the end of the day and you know a huge example of someone who stepped down out of fame because it was taking them away from their religion is halima the model who had discussed a couple episodes back you know she stepped down and she called out every industry person who had made her feel like her hijab wasn't important who had you know made a mockery of the hijab and she called herself out for allowing it to happen and you know we she looked like she was happy she looked like she was living her life she was on these magazine covers and she looked beautiful and you know she was going to fashion week and traveling and doing all this stuff but deep down she was depressed and she was losing herself and she was losing her religion but no one in the world has seen that the only person who noticed it was her mother and so you know we looked up to halima and we believed that she was you know this perfect muslim and look at her in the media and she's representing and yes that's amazing but at the end of the day she says it it was taking away from her religion 
who's taking her away from who she was. And I think we also tend to forget that because I've seen a lot of people who want to become these influencers and who want to become these models. And that's great. That's amazing. But on this journey of wanting to become this influencer, wanting to become this model or celebrity or YouTuber, whatever it is, you need to remember to put God first and to focus on God first. Because nothing, I truly believe you won't find success or you won't, you may find success, but you won't get to enjoy the success and enjoy what you get with the success if you don't believe in God. I feel like anything that you do without the intention of um, pleasing God or you don't do with the intention of being a better Muslim, I feel like doesn't end up making you as happy as it should. And, you know, they we've people talk about um, haram money, like money that comes in from incomes that isn't good. Um, they talk about how that money is easily spent and they don't realize it in the way that's the money is easily gone you know like you'll have the money one day in one hand and then it's gone the next because you don't get to enjoy it but when you have halal money good money that comes from good income uh, resources you enjoy that money you know when you there's baraka in money you know when you donate when you use your money for good and this money's coming from good in, uh, resources and so we need to remember a lot of these things like these worldly objects are not important at the end of the day this money is not important at the end of the day me achieving this success in the field that I'm going through at the end of the day as amazing as it is does not really matter unless it's making me a better Muslim and if it's taking you from Islam it's not it honey it's not what you want to be doing it's not what you want to be pursuing and you have to take a step back and realize what is it that I'm after is it this dunya is it deen and we have to constantly have these reminders and we're gonna slip up i'm not saying like oh i'm always gonna remember that is this gonna make me a better muslim i don't remember that a lot of times when i make the decisions that i make um but what i'm saying is we need to have that in the back of our heads and we need to remind each other as well you know we have to look out for each other and you know as muslims we tend to not you know and especially in the arab community and especially the community that i live in I've noticed that we don't support each other in a lot of things, unfortunately. And um, there's this whole gira, there's this jealousy of this person's doing better than me. No, that can't be possible. And it causes a lot of problems and it, it takes the focus away from certain things and puts it on, oh, I want to be better than this person, so I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And that's suddenly you're consumed by this whole idea of I want to be better than and you won't honestly find the success that you're looking for you may end up being better than this person but you're not going to be happy with it and you know this whole supporting each other thing in the Arab community specifically that I grew up in we don't have that you know when you go to other areas you see all these um, Muslim stores and you see all these uh, beautiful hijab stores and dresses and restaurants but when you look here in the community that I live in, we don't have a lot of that because we don't support each other. We are jealous of each other. We don't want good for each other. And I'm speci speaking specifically to the Arab community. You know, you go to other communities and you see the way their Muslim communities run. And within the city that I live in, you see these non-Arabs, you know, um, they have their stores, they have their events, they have all these things. But as Arabs, we don't have that because we don't have this love for each other for some reason. And I feel like we've lost that 
um, in the journey that we've been as Muslims in the city and in this community. And we don't want to help each other, unfortunately. You know, it's more familial based. You know, oh, this person's my family, I'm going to support them, but they're not my family, I'm not going to support. And that's the issue is how is anyone going to be able to do anything in their community if they're not getting the support that they need? You know, I come from a small family, so if I want to do something in the Muslim community, who's going to support me other than, you know, my seven family members and the couple of friends that I have? We don't look out for each other and we don't support each other. You know, if someone opens a business, we should be going to them and supporting them rather than going to, you know, a big chain like Costco or whatever it is, you know. We should be going to our Arab grocery stores. We should be going to our Arab, you know, clothing stores. We should be going to our Arab restaurants to support. And I'm not saying that don't support, you know, non-Arabs, but as an Arab community, we need to support each other and remember that um, just because we are Arab doesn't mean that, you know, you can't, you shouldn't be supporting us because you're jealous of us. You shouldn't be jealous. You should be happy because this person is on their journey and their journey includes opening up a business. Let's go look at this business. Let's support this business. Do we like this business? What do we have to share about this business? Oh, it's a great business. Let's share it with our friends. You know, a lot of the stores that are currently now open in our community are open because of word of mouth, because, you know, one person went in and saw they have amazing quality products and shared it with their friends and their friends shared it. And slowly we're getting better at this whole supporting each other because we've realized that, you know, the lack of support we show for other people has caused the lack of businesses and, you know, events and things succeeding in the city for us as Arab Muslims. And so I think we've slowly become better at it and we're, you know, improving on it. But I feel like we still have this jealousy that lives within us. And I'm just speaking generally, I'm not saying me specifically or, you know, certain people, but just generally as Arab Muslims, we find this jealousy of how other people are doing it. But in the end of the day, you don't know what their journey was. You don't know what got them to, to that position. You don't know what they've lost to reach that position. You don't know how much time they've put into it, money they put into it. Like they could be crying at it when they go home from all the stress. You don't know that, but you just see this perfect little storefront and think they're doing great. A lot of people aren't. And we don't realize that. We don't understand that that there's this journey there's this process that each person goes through and we don't know it so we don't have a right to judge it and this is why god has said we shouldn't be judging people and it's why judging and gossiping is haram like you shouldn't be sitting and talking about other people that's not allowed but we still do it you know i still do it and i catch myself sometimes and i'm like oh gosh like why am i sitting here saying this but just as humans it's an, it's a normal thing for us to do and if the people we're surrounded with are doing it we're going to do it too and that's why it's important to surround yourself with people you want to be like because you are influenced by the people you are around 1000 percent and it's something i truly believe and it's something that you know you can't change my mind on you are influenced by what's around you so for me in high school as an example i was surrounded by people who you know weren't the greatest in a lot of things and as muslims we weren't you know good muslims and so i followed that path and why did I follow that path? Because my friends were doing it. And they why were they doing it? Because their friends were doing it too. So we did it collectively and we influenced each other into doing certain things. And when I went into college and I was no longer friends with those people and I made friends with other people, you know, I was influenced with their, by what they were doing and we were influenced by each other. And so we were doing other things as well. So when you find these people that can improve you as a better Muslim and who will remind you to pray, who will remind you that you shouldn't be saying this or doing this. You know, those are the people you want to surround yourself, people who want good for you, people who, you know, want the best for you. 
you know, you, there's people that you can be friends with and they don't want you to succeed. They don't want you to be happy in your life and you don't realize it. You know, I've encountered a lot of people who don't want other people to be happy. And so you need to find your people and you need to find people who want good for you. And you need to have the same for other people too. You have to want khair, you want to have goodness for other people, you want them to succeed so you can get that same energy back if that's what you want in your life. You know, the whole treat people how you want to be treated, 1000% believe in it. And I understand there are people who piss you off, who make you mad, who you want to just scream and yell at, but you need to remember like, okay, if I treat this person like this, the next person I get into an argument or the next person that causes an issue is going to treat me this way too. So let me kill him with kindness and move on. And the next time, you know, that kindness is going to come back to you and i truly believe it what you put into this world is what's going to come back to you the energy that you carry around with yourself is the energy you're going to attract so if you're angry and upset and and mad that's the energy you're going to create around yourself and you're going to attract and so i believe you know i'm a true believer of that so if you're a good person and you have this energy around you and you have this belief system and you have whatever it is, and you're good, you're going to attract good people, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't work out like that, you know, you end up meeting the wrong person, and a lot of times it's because of how good you are, so it's, it's, it's a whole thing, but I feel like in the end of the day, the way, the energy that you put into the world, and the energy you give people is what you will probably be getting back, and so we need to work on ourselves, and understand that we shouldn't be wanting bad for people we should be wanting good we should be wanting this person to succeed and if we see someone you know struggling with something we should be helping them we should be reaching out giving a hand you know we need to learn to not be so self-absorbed i i feel like we're a very selfish people and in certain countries that i feel like for me personally in america you know seeing the way things are people are very selfish in america you know, and I'm not saying, oh, Canadians are better, but like, let's look at the healthcare systems that we have. We as Canadians, we pay with our taxpayer money to have universal health care. And so anyone can walk into hospital and get the basic care that they need. They can get the surgeries that they need. But America, you walk into a hospital, you walk out with a $3,000 bill. Why? Because they don't have this universal health care. People don't want to pay taxes for that. And, you know, when it, people come to talk about universal health care in America, I always see the comment of, Why should we be helping other people, um, paying taxes to help other people go to hospitals? Like you do realize your money that you're paying is going towards funding wars, right? So you'd rather fund wars to kill people rather than have a universal health care that everyone can have so you can take care of your own people. Recently, I was discussing with people that I've been working with is um, homeless people. You know, here in Canada, we were talking about how, you know, there was certain people saying they choose to live like this because they can get the government support that they need. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, the disability check that they can get. There's uh, from the government and housing that they can get. But as people, we don't remember that, you know, people struggle with mental health, people struggle with drugs. We don't know what their history are. So we don't know how they got to the streets. And so we look at it as this person put themselves in this position. And I feel like as people, we shouldn't be looking at it like this, like, okay, this person clearly is asking for help. Let's see how we can help them. You know, maybe we shouldn't be giving them money because we don't know where this money's gonna go, but if they need a jacket, get them a jacket. If they need somewhere to stay, find them somewhere, say, place, someplace to stay. We're very selfish when it comes to our money and our time, and we need to learn to be selfless with our time. We should be 
um, selfless with the way that we deal with people and how we handle situations. And I feel like we're very selfish, whether it's in America or it's in Canada or all over the world, I find to be a little selfish and to be judgy. And again, it takes us back to judging. We, we judge these people who are living on the streets, but we don't know what they're going through. We don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their childhood was like. You don't know what their, their adult life was like. And so for us to sit there and judge them and say, oh, they put themselves in this position, doesn't mean we shouldn't be helping them. It doesn't mean that they don't need a helping hand because, you know, I was raised in a good family. I was raised with parents who put us first, but there are people who aren't raised like that, who are raised around drugs and who are raised around alcohol from when they were young. They've been drinking. They've been doing drugs because that's what they've seen in the home. They grow up. They don't know how to get a job. They don't know. They don't know to go get uh, continue their education because that's not what they've seen in the home. And we don't, as people, we don't understand that. We don't understand that this is what they've been taught. They don't know anything else. So why can't we just go and teach them? Why can't we go help them and let them see that this isn't the way to live their life, that there are ways for them to live their life better. But we as people, we just automatically judge and move on. We don't stop to help. We're so, so selfish with our time. And we tend to forget, you know, to look at other people. And I understand, you know, sometimes you don't have the capacity for that. And I'm not saying every second of your life dedicated to helping people, but, you know, take some time once a month to step back, take a look at what's going on around you and see what you can do to better someone's life, to better, you know, the community that you're in. I feel like we tend to forget that someone needs to do that. And we think that it's on other people, but I think we as a community, we should be, you know, hand in hand helping people. And, you know, whether it's helping out with an event and volunteering or um, going to the mosque and asking what's needed or, you know, stopping by your homeless shelter, a woman's shelter and saying, hey, what products are you guys missing? What items do you need that people are in need of? One day out of the month, dedicate yourself to something, doing something other than focusing just on yourself and do it to help other people. I feel like it can help you put a lot of things in your life into perspective and it's a way to, you know, take a step back from your life and look at what's around you. And I feel like it will help people with, you know, this whole issue that we have of judging other people and making assumptions about other people and making these, you know, broad generalization automatically. So I feel like I've kind of been preaching this whole time and going on about it, but honestly, it's just there's been a couple things I went through this past week that have put a lot of things into perspective for me um and not just this past week I think the past month and I think for a lot of us this whole pandemic has put a lot of things into perspective for us has changed the way we think about a lot of things but I feel like we still have this deep-rooted selfishness and this deep-rooted jealousy and this deep-rooted judgment towards other people and so I think once we take a step back, we detach ourselves from this dunya, we detach ourselves from this world and focus on God and focus on what's asked of us in Islam, I feel like we would become better as a community and better as people. So I think I'm going to head off for now. I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. And, you know, if you have an opinion on anything that I've talked about, you can go to the uh, Instagram at Muslim Next Door Podcast. Shoot me a DM. Let me know how you felt about this week's podcast. Let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about. And yeah, so thank you again for listening and thank you for supporting. If you could, you know, leave me a review 
give me a follow on Instagram, you know, uh, like the podcast, download it, whatever it is that your platform that you're listening on allows you to do, do that, share it with your friends and family. Um, and yeah, give me any feedback that you have for me. So thank you for listening again. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay six feet apart, and don't miss your prayers. Until next week. Bye.